we are back with the most bingeable podcast out here on the net. Yeah, we got to crack one open for this one. So, as some of you already have heard, I mean, you know, 100 plus episodes of the most bingeable podcast out here on the net. Each episode is, you know, about 20 or so. But, as some of you have already known, or have listened, I ain't up for the Scooby-Doo drama. Not up for the bullshit. It's the COVID. So, you know, I'm really short when it comes to anything that's going to put me complicit in any kinds of criminal activity. Or, you know, other situations. But we're going to start this one off with a ping. Now, certain companies, car manufacturers, have certain services available to you. You know, you have, uh, like when I was on vacation a couple weeks ago, um, we had an SOS button. Now, that button will alert the police to the location of the vehicle and then allow the dispatcher to chime in and see if there's anything else that we may need or exactly what the fuck the problem is. Other manufacturers have a little thing that, um, you know, they get, oh god, what is OnStar? Sort of like OnStar. OnStar was this um, product made available to GM years ago. Might still be around. But they give you choices. And I got a call. And, of course, 100 plus episodes, we already know. If Chet calls me, there's something fucked up going on. Because every time I get a phone call, you know, I got the little people, the blind people, um, the service animals. Uh, you getting ready to send me to Dante's Inferno. <laughs> you know, or I got to go put my gasoline draws on. Right. Something's going to happen. Don't know what it may be, but it's definitely going to happen. So I get this ping. Ping. SOS pickup. Now I'm quoting. SOS pickup from this location. No stops. No changes. Pick up customer. Drop customer off at this location. You'll be paid a set fee. Now, I understand, I probably have a few drivers who listen to this, and they may have never seen this. I'm the weird one. Alright, let's start with that. I get the weird shit. Alright? But there's certain times where we see on our screens, you know, this is a predetermined set trip. You can't make any changes. You go from point A to point B. Period. So I see this, and I'm like, ah, shit. God damn it. So we flip around. Now, it takes me about 10 minutes to get there. And I get to this gas station. And as I'm pulling up, now, mind you, they've already told me how much I'm making. I'm making 60. So that means that I'm coming from, I uh, believe, where the freak was I? Walkersville, I think it was? Yeah. And I gotta go to Baltimore. Right. 
So, I pull into the gas station, and I see this leaf, blonde, very vivacious female. And I mean, you know, it's it's about 1 a.m. And, you know, she sees me, and she's waving her arms, and I'm like, okay, all right, we're going to take this a little cautiously. Let's see what the fuck's going on. So I pull up to her, and she's like, oh, Kevin, they, uh, they, they told me you were coming, and you have a red Jeep. And uh, it's fire engine red, and um, you're very polite, and you speak Moflag. Anytime that Chet and the crew, okay, it ain't really Chet, but it seems like every time I call, oh, they give a calling but I share. This is James. Your name ain't fucking James. You know, don't don't tell me your name is James. Maybe it's easy for me to pronounce instead of. <laughs> You know, maybe it's easier. I belong to certain groups of foreign nationals that I can't pronounce their names. But you know what? I make a good show of it and I, I don't try. Because <laughs> I'm not going to insult you or butcher it. So, you know what? It's fine. I mean, it's cool. But anytime Chet and the crew decide that they going to let you know all this information and that I speak multiple languages flag flag just just flag Whoop. flag wave that shit in the air like a goddamn cheerleader right so you know she comes running over and she's like my car broke down and um I don't know if it broke down so now we're getting into this conversation. And I'm like, well, uh, what happened? It's out of curiosity. I mean, I know curiosity killed the cat, but we, we just going to keep moving. Well, I can't put any gas in my car. Flag. You know, the dancing monkey's like, what do you mean you can't put gas in your car? The nozzle won't fit. Flag. Another question. What do you mean the nozzle won't fit? As, as far as I know, and, you know, I've been overseas. I've been to the EU. I've been to Japan. I've been to Korea. I've been to Italy. I've been to Canada. The nozzle's pretty much the same every time I've pulled into a fuel depot. Okay. And then she starts getting flushed. Are you just going to take me home or are you going to keep asking stupid questions? I'm going to take you home. I'll leave the car here. And um, I'll have my husband pick it up. He bought it for me. And um, I'll just leave it here. And it's locked. And uh, I'll just pick it up tomorrow. Or I have someone pick it up. It's like, okay. So we get in the car. Before we get in the car, you know, first thing, are you going to open the door? Yes, ma'am, I am. And Dancing Monkey, I'm telling you the same damn thing. Dancing Monkey was screaming in the back of my head. Yes, I'm Miss Daisy. Mr. Bojangles will be doing the holy bully shuffle. Eyes will be getting the door for you, mama.
Yeah, I get out the damn car. Now, mind you, it's raining. So I get out the car. Pop door. She gets in, pushes her skirt over, smooths it out. You know, I notice. Very well do. Very well done. Very prim, proper. Closed door. Now, can you also go inside the store and get me a soda? Um, I'd prefer this one. And can you get a cup of ice? Bitch, you pushing your luck is what the dancing monkey is saying. But we're going to go along with it. So I go in the store. And the guy, Abu, we're not going, uh, his name wasn't Abu, it's Abdul, okay. And he's just looking at me and I could see in his eyes. You ever look at someone, you could just read the emotions? Yeah. He knew how I was feeling. So I get the cup, get the drink, get back in the car. She's happy. And we're driving to Baltimore. And we pull in to Owings Mills. Very affluent neighborhood. Okay, me and the Jeep Jeep did not belong. At all. <laughs> in no form of the fairy tale or the fairy tale ending did I ever belong in that neighborhood. That this ain't being, you know, derogatory or self-deprecating or you know just making something seem like it's grandiose no I did not belong in that neighborhood if my name was Thad or Chet or Theodore or Bartholomew I probably would belong in the neighborhood but I don't belong in the neighborhood and we're gonna leave it there so I pull into the gated community and I drive down the road see this and she know finally she perks up and she speaks to me because she hasn't spoken shit so i you know what i didn't need to hear from you my mouth and my nose have been assailed with fenty fenty perfume and it's glowing you know to the point where it's giving it's watering my eyes and it's giving me a fucking headache i don't need you to say shit to me she points down and I see this last big ass fucking house. And there's the two dudes standing out. So I unlock the door, pull down the driveway. One opens the door, helps her out, closes the door, comes up, tips me. 25 bucks. Bam. I'm like, okay, I, I can put up with this bullshit all day long if you're tipping me 25. And, you know, I hear him say, are there any bags in the boot? She's like, no. So he opens up the other side, grabs a purse. They walk her in. I drive off, close the call, take my 60, plus my 25. Today's a good day. Yeah, yeah. Now that the call is closed and I'm driving down the road, some of you, when I tell about the rest of this you're gonna be like that's just fucked up and then some of you are gonna be like stupid is what stupid does and I'm gonna say this I don't normally go out of my way to fuck with people I mean unless you know we unless there's some kind of thing that's going on where I it's just blatant where I have to fuck with you 
But stupid is what stupid does. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I'm not saying this lady was stupid. But I want you to think back. The fuel, they don't sell the right kind of fuel. Flag. The nozzle would not fit into my car. Flag. The car is locked up and is over to the side. Flag. Now, for all you whodunit and mystery writers, you're already trying to figure it out, aren't you? The car was a Tesla. An all-electric vehicle. And, uh, I got paid 60 bucks to drive that broad all the way up to freaking Baltimore. Did I tell her it was a Tesla? No. Did I bother explaining to her the fact that you don't put gas in the fucking electric car, boo-boo? No. Would it have behooved me to do so? No. Because the minute you sat there and you looked at me and told me, am I going to open the door for you? We done. You didn't pay for the door-to-door -door service. You didn't pay for, you know, you didn't pay for Uber Black. You pay for Uber X. Now, I used to, you know, reach back and open doors and all the rest of that. I used to do that. I still do on certain occasions. But when you demand from me to open, get out the car in a pouring down fucking rainstorm to open the door and then go and use my money to get you a drink and a cup of ice, yeah, I'm not going to inform you that the vehicle that you've got is a Tesla and you've probably run out of juice and you need to plug it in. Not my job. That's your husband's job. And with that, <laughs> I know some of y'all are sitting there and you're thinking for a minute. And it's finally dawned on you that your old boy DC collected $60, a $25 tip for taking someone home because their electric car ran out of juice and they tried to put gas in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we will leave you there. Good to see all y'all again. I know some of you still got questions. Some of you are like, that's just fucked up. Mm-hmm. Sure is. I probably could have alleviated the entire situation and shown her that the electric plug-in is to the far end of the lot. Brightly lit, too. Yeah. And we're...